0: Hi, I'm Fran, Global Head of Demand Gen at Cognizum. I'm with Liam, our VP of Marketing, and we're going to talk about how you can distribute your ebook. So thinking about how we distribute our own content here at Cognizum, um, we often utilize what we call value loops. So are you able to explain what that means and how other companies might be able to do something similar?
1: Yeah, so to us value loops um, and the way we would describe them as places um, that your uh, Target audience um, and your customers can come back and get repeated value from you, um, and they maybe it's places that they subscribe or sign up um, and to get like consistent value that they that they're, they're looking for. Um, so these sort of things um, are what we would consider value loops. Are like newsletters, so signing up to newsletters, subscribing to podcasts, um, w- webinars, and live shows. Um, youtube series um and being, and subscribing there and all of those places that people maybe come back for those that same like formats of content pieces of content that provide them value um therefore when you're promoting anything you we like can thread that through um those value loops so the ebook can be promoted out in the newsletter we could have an interview where we talk about it on the podcast um we can insert it into a live or a show or put it through um a, into a like a video on a YouTube series and promoting loads of different ways where people are coming to reach us for value and now they're finding out more and learning about an ebook at the same time
0: okay cool so the i think the owned audience just to explain is very different and the benefits very different to what maybe you would have done traditionally so like a a content syndication approach for example um where a third-party company might promote your ebook like in a newsletter that's just giving like one blast to one audience um but i suppose with the owned um your own audience you're almost getting that consistency mm-hmm. and I think that's a huge part of the the value It's like consistency is key and mm-hmm. having that um ability to keep delivering that message is hugely beneficial I think and that's with,
1: where yeah and with that audience you build trust over time right mm-hmm. and 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 that and that trust creates demand so then it's um when you're obviously using uh, like a content syndication audience they've never heard of you before it's it's yeah that you have you don't have that relationship built, um, whereas that consistency of value over time builds trust. You know people mm-hmm. keep coming back to your podcast or your newsletter because they trust it, they like it, they get they get value from it.
0: Amazing. So when we're <laughs> thinking about launching a new ebook, um, how do you think um, you should go about creating that initial buzz? Um, so getting people hyped up about the potential
1: yeah. Launch? So there's those different ways you could do it. I think. It's tempting just once you've got your content to just like release it and put it out there for everyone um, in one go. Just, you know, push out to so do a big bang and see um, how, like, how well it does. But actually we found that you can do um, other things that sort of create like a buzz behind it and create like um, you know a demand for it and um, using things like scarcity tactics where you have like a sign-up list uh, and you give away something to early birds um, you uh, can also do like launch events and stuff where you have like another added element outside of the ebook. Um, you can also maybe create an action that means that like a post on social that means that like to for people to get access to it and then this also like can add to like scarcity or stuff or like fear of missing out and people just want to be part of the fun and and see what it's all about so I think you can get really clever and smart about how you release it maybe you release it bit by bit as well so that people are like kept on their toes and you know there's always something next coming as well so I think getting smart about how you release it's is like it's like half of it um mm-hmm. so yeah
0: I think as well you touched on um releasing it like either chapter by chapter or bit by bit um I think that's important because previously I think um, you would wait until the whole ebook is completed, mm-hmm. and I think that one it creates momentum and, and a bit of hype around like what's coming next. Mm-hmm. But then I think also it serves the purpose of like getting something out there quicker, mm-hmm. um, because I think by doing that sort of you can keep releasing the content, but then you're focusing on those like key goals in terms of like delivering stuff on time mm-hmm. or maybe even ahead of time, and then you can focus on like other things. Um, I think that's something we do a lot here at Cognosome it's like done as better than perfect and we can start releasing and temperature check what that if that content's resonating or not Mm
1: -hmm. absolutely yeah
0: and on formats so there's so many different formats um Mm -hmm. as we've spoken about in previous episodes um what's your advice here on um sort of in terms of distribution like Mm -hmm. It's almost like we get asked this a lot, like, well, how many different formats should I put it in? Mm -hmm. And I think my answer is always, like, well, it should just be where your audience are hanging Mm -hmm. out, essentially. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that in terms of, like, that format release?
1: Agreed. I think it should be done for your uh, customer. So, for example, if you know that they don't, um, like, read much content and they watch a lot of it on Mm -hmm. YouTube, then you want to be, like, making that content for where they are. Mm -hmm. Um... If you know that like podcast and audio often does best, then you probably want to create like an audiobook version of it, or um, or release it as a podcast. So I think it really needs to like suit to to what you're trying to achieve and where your customers are. Maybe you know if you're if you know that a lot of your customers find things through find you or come to you through search, then you know that you want it written, um, and then you have like that that written element of it so that you can rank it best, here and meet them at the point that they find you in search. So I think. You've always got yeah think the needs of your of where the customer are and, and, and meet them in that sense, um, but also it's like what you can manage right you can't it's very difficult to be able to create it uh, in all formats, so you've just got to get really smart about what's the best format mm-hmm. um, for, to be consumed by them.
0: So a few formats well instead of trying to like meet every single format possible
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Great, okay, and we touched on earlier about this owned audience, Mm -hmm. what if um, you don't have this owned audience? So Mm -hmm. at Cognizant we have a great sort of newsletter subscriber base and we can keep distributing and a good podcast following, but what if you're just starting out and you don't have the luxury of that?
1: Mm -hmm. That's why I think you can use subject matter experts again um, Mm -hmm. and distribute to their audiences. you know, if they've contributed to the ebook in some way or they're involved or it's a topic that resonates with them, then um, it's like the perfect topic to then be able to share with their own audiences um, and, and, and like promote it that way. So you can find other people um, outside of your own audience. You start to build your own at the same time. Um, in different launches we've done, we've worked with multiple different subject matter experts and, and promoted it through, through all of them. And then that creates that, again, that fear of missing out um, for people follow all of these um, uh, subject matter experts then um, at the end of the day they're like oh my god all of them have got them they, they, like all of them know what this ebook is all of them are talking about it it creates that that real buzz again so mm-hmm. um, yeah that I think if you don't have one someone else will have one that you'll be able to promote to.
0: Great so just to wrap up do you have an example to share um, where we've deployed these tactics that you've spoken about?
1: Yeah, so earlier in the year we released our, um, an ebook, The Diary of a First Time CMO, um, r- written by Alistair Corsi, our CMO. Um, and we basically uh, employed all of these tactics to distribute it. We created a um, sign-up list for people to get f- uh, 200 free copies um, that we, we had printed. Um, this created like this this scarcity, this desire for mm-hmm. people to um, sign up. We had loads of people sign up um very excited about it and then when we were able to, when after that period was over and we then released the ebook version of it um and a version actually for people to purchase themselves as well and we released these books people then were created this such as sort of fear of missing out that people were like posting the book over social and, and like really um sharing it and showing off um that they ha- had got their copy and they were part of this um you know, uh, you know, early bird lists and managed to get them. We also promoted it, and this added to that effect through um, loads of different social um, influences and um, uh, B2B marketing subject matter experts. And I think this created the scarcity as well. So, as people were posting their copies, they were getting hold of, they were getting hold of um, the influence of posting theirs as well, sort of like creating like this hot uh, on demand uh, ebook. Um, we created a podcast uh, audio version of the book, so if you didn't want to. Um, read it or like that wasn't like um a lack of interest you could you could listen to it on a podcast we also created a video series sort of talking through some of it with alice kind of much like this actually um and then we distributed it through all of our other channels we uh as well all our other value loops so we did like uh through the newsletter we did a live interviewing alice and talking about the book as well and its promotion um so Executed exactly like that, and we have had at like now people uh, can purchase the book on Amazon, and they do. Um, mm-hmm. That's how much sort of demand we ended up creating for it. Um, the uh, e-book version of it got thousands of um, views within the first month, um, and yeah, so the launch went went really well.
0: Great, amazing, thank you. So that's it for this episode on distributing your ebook and if you tune into episode four, we're gonna be talking about post-download nurtures.